This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Teresa Curley. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thanks for joining us for Real Presence Live. We've had a fun show this morning. A lot of hot topics. Hot topics. Uncomfortable topics. And, you know, that's okay. It's okay to have the uncomfortable conversations. That's how the Holy Spirit moves. Is it? Okay, I'll remember that. If you missed any of it, go to realpresenceradio.com later today or tomorrow, and you can check out our podcasts, or you can check out Real Presence Live on any platform you listen to your podcast. So mark us down and take a listen. So we are excited to have Father Nick Nelson. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Heather and Teresa. We love having you on, and we're going to get you okay. back as a host. I guarantee it. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited uh, to hear your perspective on our next topic. We're going to be talking about uh, the rosary and honoring Mary. But before we get too far, Father, will you just give us a quick background on who you are? Yes. Um, Father Nick Nelson, I've been eight years a priest. I am currently pastor of uh, Queen of Peace and Holy Family Parishes in Cloquet, Minnesota, which is just about um, 20, 25 minutes southwest of Duluth, and I just actually was assigned here in uh, this past summer. So, um, yeah, like a, a baby pastor here, <laughs> and uh, I'm also director of vocations for the Diocese of Duluth, and so, um, which is really really nice. I mean, even the life of a pastor, you know, is pretty diverse. You know, you're doing weddings, you're doing funerals, you know, with the school kids, you're in business meetings, you're doing spiritual spiritual direction, you know, you're teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the vocations work, too, it adds another level of diversity that really kind of keeps my life very fresh as a priest. And uh, for that, I'm I'm very, yeah, very blessed and, and grateful. And very busy, Father. <laughs> you know what? I'll just say a few words about that. So many people okay. have heard me talk about that, about busyness, is that um, <laughs> they'll know that I hate using that word as a, as a priest. For one thing, you know, uh-huh. we yeah. have parishioners who have work, you know, and they're waking up to babies in the middle of night. And <laughs> I think it could uh-huh. kind of, you know, self-absorbed and a little, uh, you know, arrogant for a priest to be like, oh, I'm so busy, you know. (laughs) So that's one thing. And then the other thing is I never want people, you know, to feel like um, I'm unavailable or, you know, Mm. don't bother me because I'm busy. And uh, a priest should always, you know, like a father or mother, you know, always be um, willing to stop what they're doing to to be with their, their children. So... Um, so it. those are kind of two reasons. So I say my my life is full. <laughs> I say it's your full, life is full. I, don't, I like it. I try not to use the word busy. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like but, it very much. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we've we celebrated the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. Um, can you talk a little bit about the Rosary and why it is yeah. so important to us Catholics? Yes, I would have loved to have been on yesterday. You know, the actual yeah. feast day. Um, yep. The priest of the diocese of Duluth, we were with uh, our bishop for a clergy conference. And so that was really fitting and providential that we could be as uh, brother priest and with our, our bishop on our feast day, you know, mm-hmm. for the diocese of Duluth. Um, some of the other dioceses 
um, out there and our listeners, some of the dioceses may not realize that, yeah, our patroness for dioceses, the Ruth is Our Lady of the Rosary. And so very providential um, for that, just being a priest of our diocese. Me personally, I, I grew up in Duluth, went to Holy Rosary School, which is the cathedral school, went to the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary Parish. And so our, our Blessed Mother, under the title of Our Lady of the Rosary, has been um, very, very special and uh, significant to me. And so it's, I'm glad to, even though it's a day later, we can yeah. always um, reflect upon the Rosary and, and talk about it because, you know, to be honest, it's really something that um, I think all Catholics should be able to to do not just on the feast, but but every day, and whether it's a full rosary or you know uh, a decade, um, I think it's it's so important. Mm-hmm. And you asked about the importance of it. Is yes, you're asking Heather. Okay, yeah, I just so for so many reasons, um, you know, it's you know based on scripture. You know, we meditate upon the, the light of the Lord, uh, the mysteries of the rosary. Um, our Blessed Mother a number of times in private revelations, yet approved revelations, has, has mentioned and, and told us and uh, commended us to the rosary to, to pray it. Um, it's one of those things that it's not part of, you know, the public deposit of faith, so... Absolutely speaking, one doesn't need to pray the rosary to, to be saved. But it's mm-hmm. it's like as close, I think, you can get to <laughs> the deposit of faith um, um, as far as importance of, of praying it to, for our salvation. And I think because it has to do with our Blessed Mother, the Mother of our Savior, it's based on Scripture. Um, and so it actually brings us closer to into relationship with Christ um, through his mother and through uh, scripture, through the word of God and the mysteries. And so I think that is one reason um, so important. And, and we just see, you know, throughout history. So history since our blessed Lord ascended to heaven and sent the Holy Spirit in Pentecost, you know, the, the kingdom of God is at hand and the Lord continues to work. And um, throughout history, uh, we've seen the rosary play important roles. Um, traditionally, believed, you know, that Our Lady gave the rosary and um, first number of mysteries, first 15 um, mysteries, you know, to, to St. Dominic. And um, through those those years, um, began to be prayed more and more, even to the point of yesterday's feast day, Our Lady of the Rosary was first actually the feast day of Our Lady of Victory. In 1571, the, the Turks were... Um, they were insistent on coming into Europe and, and conquering it. And so the Christian nations, led by Pope Pius V, uh, got um, their naval fleet together and met the Turkish fleet, the Turkish fleet, which had many more boats and uh, better equipped. And the Pope entrusted this whole, this battle to um, uh, the Rosary and told all the faithful in the preparation to be praying the Rosary. And so... And yeah. the, the Christian nations won that battle, uh, gave thanks to Our Lady under the title of Lady, Our Lady of Victory. And it was just a few years later, under Pope um, Gregory the Thirteenth in 1571, that we actually got um, the current title of the feast day, Our Lady of, of the Rosary. Um, but originally, yeah, it was Our Lady of Victory. 
and that kind of, I think, propelled the rosary to a, another level of um, importance and um, emphasis and maybe popularity in the world because of uh, the power of the rosary um, in basically maybe saving uh, the Western the Western world. Yeah, well, and I think it's we have to pay attention also just because of every apparition Mary has made, she pleads with us to pray the rosary. Yeah. For sure. How can we ignore that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, you know, the Our Lady of the Lords, you know, she was praying the rosary. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if, I, yeah, exactly if she, I'd have to check, you know, what she said to St. Bernadette as far as that, but Our Lady of Fatima, for sure, mm-hmm. you know, pray the rosary for peace in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, again, Our Lady of Fatima probably kicked it up even another notch as far as um, you have the Legion of Mary, you have, you know, all these groups really heeding um, the message of, of Fatima, especially to pray the rosary. Yeah, absolutely. So you talked a little bit about um, growing up at Our Lady of the Rosary in many different aspects yeah. of your life. How else has the rosary had an impact on your life? I think it's it just helps me... Um, you know, the, the saints have said, uh, St. Alphonsus and others, you know, that mental prayer is necessary for salvation. And what they mean is not strictly necessary, but <laughs> uh, practically necessary, that we need to not just say rote prayers, but um, to actually have a dialogue and, and rest with the Lord in, in, our, in our prayer. And I think the rosary actually can help us um, enter into that mental prayer, mm. um, Obviously, you, you say certain words, but it's it's so um, such a contemplative thing that you can almost just have those words keep rolling in your mind and be meditating and having a, a conversation with the Lord. And so uh, that's that's been a real draw for me. Um, I find myself maybe like others in a sense getting distracted, you know, during praying the Rosary and having those words. But in, the, in part, I think that's okay. <laughs> I think. A part of the distraction is just having our mind, you know, having a conversation with the Lord. And granted, sometimes those thoughts might be a little away from where we want to be as far as um, speaking to the Lord. But other times it's just giving that time to the Lord. Okay, I'm not doing something else. I'm giving this to you, Lord. And so um, things in my life, as far as the rosary, I, I really like doing rosary walks, you know, hmm. so walking and uh Especially being in a in a town as a as a pastor, I think it's a great witness, you know, to, to walk through town praying the rosary um, mm-hmm. as that that witness. But for me, yeah, the, the rosary as strengthening uh, that relationship with myself and my blessed mother, and through that, bringing me closer to her son. Yeah, it's beautiful. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Father Nick Nelson. We're talking about the rosary and um, how it's benefited Father Nick Nelson's life and kind of a little bit of the history of how we got the rosary. Um, Talking about Our Lady of the Rosary Feast Day, which was yesterday. Um, But I wanted to take a quick break, Father. And when we come back, I would like to talk about some of the misconceptions behind Mary um, and how we honor Mary and how what people say about honoring Mary, Mm. um, mainly (laughs) non-Catholics. 
So we're going to take a quick break, folks, when we come back more with Father Nick Nelson, and we're talking all about Mary. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. So I fell in love with Catholic Radio in college, actually. And I think my mom is listening to this right now, which is wonderful. <laughs> if you, I mean, yeah, Catholic Radio is usually on at home and in most of my family's vehicles. But I started listening to it while driving back and forth to work, um, just like falling in love with some of the different programs. And, and then I would like go to my Bible study later in the evening and just share the different things that I had learned um, that day on Catholic Radio to the point where I think my Bible study attendees thought that I was some like secret Catholic Radio, like promo promotions officer, but it's played a huge role in my life, and I, when I learned that I was going to be placed at Black Hill State this year, I was very excited to move back into an area that had Real Presence Radio, because um, I, I missed it these last few years, um, serving at a different campus, and so I'm very excited to you know, be able to listen to some of the local programs, but also like the um, like nationwide programs. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Heather Caro. This is Teresa Curley. And we are talking with Father Nick Nelson from the Diocese of Sioux, Diocese of Sioux Falls, Diocese of Duluth. I was about to move you down south, Father. Wishful thinking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we have been talking about the rosary um, for the first half, and I wanted to kind of dive into some of the misconceptions about Mary in the second half of our interview with you, Father. Um, so how can Catholics respond to the claim? It's a very popular one that Catholics worship Mary when we are praying the rosary and other prayers. It's such a, a good question, and only until recently was I able to really kind of, I think, respond to this question, I think, because we end up just getting in butting heads, like, you know, um, non-Catholic brothers and sisters, they would say, you worship her, Mary, and we say, no, we don't, we honor her, and they say, no, you do worship her, and they say, no, we don't, and uh, because a lot of times, you know, so we'll kneel down in front of a statue, Um, we'll sing a hymn, we'll say the Hail Mary, we'll pray the rosary, okay, and, okay, to non-Catholic brothers and sisters of ours, they'll say, see, look, that looks, you are worshiping her. And we're saying, no, we're just honoring her. And so it actually comes down to, the best way to explain this, it comes down to what we mean by worship, okay? Mm. And um, 
there's different ways of worshiping, but the most special, the most profound uh, worship is through what we call sacrifice, offering sacrifice. And so, um, in summary, um, basically it comes down to we would only offer sacrifice to God. And so, mm-hmm. this is where the misconception comes, is that um, starting with Martin Luther, Luther rejected that Christian worship, the Mass, was an actual sacrifice. Okay? And therefore, we always have insisted, no, the Mass is a proper sacrifice. It's an unbloody representation of Christ's sacrifice on Calvary. We are, at every Mass, offering this sacrifice, the living Christ, who has come down to our altar. We are offering this living, this Jesus, as He is, at the right hand of the Father, and the appearance of bread and wine, offering Him to God the Father. So that is a sacrifice. And we would never offer the sacrifice to Mary. In fact, in all our prayers, we talk about being in communion with her in offering the sacrifice. She's on the side of the body of Christ, offering the whole body of Christ, Jesus, but properly ourselves as well, to God the Father. And so I, it comes down to, you know, ultimately what we mean by worship, and we just will continue to butt heads that we just say, but we're honoring their worship. So it comes down like, what do you mean by worship? And yeah. that's because um, for Protestants, they see worship as either, you know, um, hearing a good homily or reading scripture or, you know, singing praise, you know, and singing songs. That's worship to them. And mm-hmm. so um, if they see Catholics kind of doing that same thing, and you know, referencing Mary, they think of that as worshiping her. But we would never offer sacrifice to to Mary. Interesting. I like. I love yeah. that perspective. Yeah. So, is there a scriptural basis for honoring Mary? Yeah, of course. Um, in the Latin Vulgate, there's a couple verses that you don't find in most um, Bibles um, from the Book of Judith, and this is after Judith. You know. Um, cuts off, actually just before, um, he was cuts off um, how Lothranus' head, or maybe it was just after. Anyways, um, and it talks about Judas. I'll just get it right here. It's really beautiful. Um, the Lord has blessed you by his power because he has brought our enemies to naught through you. Blessed are you, O daughter, by the Lord Most High, above all women on the earth. Blessed be the Lord who made heaven and earth. And talks about Judith mm. being this, you know, supreme woman at the time. And um, it's in the, um, for the traditional Latin Mass, it's the first reading for the Assumption. And so it sees Judith as this type of, of Mary, okay? So that's, that's one, not as, um, maybe as profound, I think, the, the best and most clear is actually from Mary's Magnificat. So mm-hmm. she goes and visits um, her cousin Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, you know, says, this is so great. And then Mary goes into the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. Mm-hmm. So Mary proclaims in the Word of God the the inspired, infallible Word of God, that generations will call her blessed because of how God has worked in her life and how she has cooperated with that grace. And so, 
we are, yeah. are following and just fulfilling what the Word of God Scripture has said. Absolutely. That's beautiful. So one other question that I have for you, Father, before we have to let you go. Okay. Um, should we be concerned about having a bigger relationship or loving Mary more than God? Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, just think of it as a natural level, you know, of your mother, you know, or um, my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I would never be offended by someone respecting my mom or um, affirming her in any way. Yeah. And Jesus himself, you know, he is um, the least self-absorbed person or desiring of, of glory for himself. And he himself, you know, honored his mother in, in so many ways. And so I, it is truly by um, honoring Mary that we honor Jesus. And because the only reason ultimately we honor her is because of her relationship to the Lord. She's the mother of the king. She is the queen. She's also the best disciple, right? And so mm. all these things only um, lift up our honoring, our, our worship of of the Lord, because uh, she brings us closer. She brings us closer through her example, but also just through, through prayer and, and grace. You know, all the saints testify to this, um, you know, that being, you know, all, all, uh, all for Jesus through Mary. Yeah, amen. Well, and he's probably up in heaven going, yeah, I get it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Any... F- any any final thoughts and reflections for our listeners today, Father? Yeah, I would just encourage, you know, everyone to, to pray the rosary. And maybe you can't start with, you know, five decades a day, but um, start with a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, a decade takes, you know, three, four minutes. And pray it with your family. One thing we did as a family growing up is we'd only do a decade most of the time, but We'd go around, and from youngest to oldest, each of the kids would say something they're thankful for and something they pray for, and we'd try to one-up each other, and one would say, I pray for a family, oh, I pray for our nation, I pray for the world, you know? Um, but uh, praying that rosary together as a, a family is so important. Beautiful. Well, Father Nick Nelson, it's been great to have you on this morning. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome, and I am uh, most grateful for the opportunity to speak about Our Lady in the Rosary. Amen. All right. Thanks, Father, so much. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, Teresa, that's the end. The end. I know. Isn't that crazy? It always goes by so fast, these two hours, but we've had some really interesting conversations today. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I found them interesting. I don't know about the rest of (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's definitely been a loaded morning. (laughs) It has. has. I know I've been squirming in my seat. Have you? (laughs) Is that what you're doing? Probably <laughs> <laughs> that is the coffee. Either that, yeah. Well, Eli, my good producer up in Fargo, what have we got going on for Monday? Well, Monday we've got another great show coming up here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Brad Gray and Janine Bitson coming to you from our Fargo studios. They'll talk with Brady Borislin from the Diocese of Fargo. He'll tell us why it's time to stroke the fire. Then Dr. Michael Foley will talk about the art of living. And Nathan and Casey Jones will tell us that no marriage is beyond hope. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Or, of course, you can listen online 
at realpresenceradio.com. Right back to you. Awesome. Whoever's planning these shows is brilliant. <laughs> Not to cheat your own order or anything, Heather. Yeah, it's Trez. <laughs> Trez is at home. I planned that show. <laughs> well, yeah, Sounds like a really team. interesting one, though. Yeah. The Art of Living. I'm going to be driving during that show. So usually during the live shows, I'm making phone calls. So I don't yeah. always get to tune in, but I will be in the car driving from Gillette to Rapid. So Yes, because Dr. Stacy is coming. I have to give a plug. Dr. Stacy Trisanko is November 2nd at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls. And if you missed her interview, it was yesterday? Was that yesterday? I think so. God, it felt like a long time ago. Yesterday, she was on Real Presence Live, so you can go to realpresenceradio.com. If you've never heard of her, Go listen. You absolutely have to listen to this interview we did with her yesterday. So look it up on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or go to your podcast and listen to it. She's absolutely amazing. And I cannot wait to meet her and get to listen Mm. to her. She's going to be speaking November 2nd here in Sioux Falls. Um, If you don't know anything about her, now is the time. Yeah, I mean, why not? Just something to do. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I love our banquet. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) It's one of my favorite nights of the year. I love it. I love it. And we get to have her, and she's really just phenomenal. Yeah, so if you want to register, realpresenceradio.com slash banquet, or you can call or text me at 803-427-3961, and I can help you get registered for that. 803 is your area code? Yeah, it's South Carolina, so I promise I'm not a scammer. Not this time around. So if I call you, oh, you Not this time, but maybe next time? <laughs> if I ever leave Real Presence Radio, that might be my new career. Scammer. Just kidding. No. No. Just kidding. So if you've been getting a call from 803, that's just Teresa. 803, that's me. So, yeah, I'm excited, and I'm excited for you to experience our banquets. They are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a room full of fun. But thank you for co-hosting with me today. I kind of I kind of hogged it, didn't I? I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for opening up in the first segment. That was awesome. <laughs> thanks for putting me on the spot, Heather. You're welcome. Folks, hope you have a wonderful weekend, blessed weekend. Don't forget, Sunday, pray with us at 3 p.m., the Rosary, coast to coast. God bless. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.